Well, you ready to kick things off and uh, get this uh, road on the show? Let's do it right. Oh, yeah. To the Dude Man Podcast. How are we doing today, Mike? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How you doing? <laughs> doing good. Got my scotch ready. Uh, I just want to say, start off by saying, "Fuck Joe Rogan." <laughs> I've been drinking Glenfiddich scotch for fucking like two years now. I even brought it up on a podcast like a couple months ago, right? Yes. <laughs> like three weeks ago, this guy starts fucking handing out eighteen-year-old Glenfiddich. <laughs> All his guests, I cannot find it on the shelves now. That's why every it's gone. Joe Rogan, stop like no, no. You're blaming the wrong Joe. We all know the Joe that that's at fault for. That's come on, that's Brandon's fault. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. Joe Rogan. I didn't mean to. The yeah, guy who's actually running the country. <laughs> dude, Joe Joe Biden. Uh, well, Joe Rogan has been getting hit hard, you know, uh, because the so legacy media can't handle it. But Joe Biden had a tough, tough week, dude. A really tough week. And uh, did you catch the clip that was floating around at the beginning on Monday of MLK Day? No. Okay, so this is I, I don't think he said it on MLK Day. I really hope he didn't. But I believe he said this like uh, during the election, uh, during MLK time uh, a few years ago or whatever. And uh, this is Joe Biden. Uh, I, I could, this was circulating everywhere. It was unbelievable. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Shut oh, the fuck up. Oh, yes. I see that. Shut the fuck yes. up. Yes. Oh, it was everywhere, That's dude. That's a deep fake. That's a deep fake. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. For real. That That's, that's Biden right George there. Floyd's death was more important than Martin Luther King? It, well, it, it just had more of a worldwide impact, Mike. Come on. I mean, how many statues of MLK do we have compared to how many that we have of George Floyd? Jesus now? fucking Christ. St. George Floyd, Play that sorry. Again, forgive me. Dude. Play that again, please. <laughs> but even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Do you hear the lady in the background? Uh huh. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Dude. <laughs> dude. I can't believe. I can't believe you would even say those two names in the same sentence. It's amazing how uh, MLK's, like, his legacy is destroyed at this point, right? I mean, (laughs) what? Dude, think about how, like, think about how hard, I think about everything Martin Luther King went through, how hard that guy worked in a time where a black man couldn't be a free, like, regular, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, his whole message was judge a person by their character, not the color of their skin. Joe Biden and his administration and the woke movement, their message is judge everyone by the color of their skin. You know what's really offending me about this is, is Martin Luther King, spent, he dedicated his whole life to giving you, George Floyd, all the opportunities in the world to succeed. Absolutely. You spit in Martin Luther King's face by becoming a drug addict criminal and then blaming the system, right? And like, yeah. You know what? Dude, that is god awful. That's despicable. That, 
that sums up what's wrong with America right now. If you can really tell me, I mean, just like when they took down that Teddy Roosevelt statue in New York. What are you guys going to do there now? Put up a George Floyd bus? Right, what dude. the fuck? <laughs> And then every day, you know, men can bring their kids there and be like, son, you can grow up and be a drug addict criminal. And uh, hopefully, hopefully one day you'll have an overdose while you're being arrested and you can change the world, too. You know? Oh, that guy collecting dust in the basement, Teddy Roosevelt. Hey, he was a nobody. Led a couple people in a couple battles. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. George Floyd's a real hero. Oh, Martin Luther King, yeah, he stood up to a system that was actually oppressing him and his people. And then he made his people free. And then one of them grew up to be a drug addict criminal who had a drug. God, dude. Oh, it's infuriating. That is so so infuriating. What I love about it is that that's just, that was floating around. That's how Joe's week started. Wow. So then, dude, the Biden administration, I, I really can't figure out. Okay, it's two things. One of two things. They either, I believe, want to set up Joe Biden to throw him, throw the 25th Amendment at him and just take him out. Uh, so that Camel could be the first female. Who, yeah, whoever. Just, I, think that's been, I think that's been the plan all along. Well, I, I think there's a little, there's a, like a shocking amount of energy. Here's the thing. You could still tweet, let's go Brandon or fuck Joe Biden. Uh, you know what I mean? FJB. So that means there's still some energy behind getting, uh, like, tarnishing his name. And his name is tied to all this. So I think they're going to try either, either, this is either or. They're either trying to set him up for the 25th uh, and take, out, take him out and put in the camel. Or uh, they just are so immersed in their echo chamber that they just have no clue how bad he looks and how terrible is second I think that's what it is. I really think that's what it is. You think they're just so in the dark? Frank, he just... gave us he him and everybody else, he gave a speech. Even Bill Maher talked about how the economy is good. <laughs> you're like, dude, it's good for you because you're a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Right? I can't afford five dollars a gallon for gas. Or you know what I'm saying? That eats up my whole fucking paycheck. Like, go fuck yourself. The economy's not good. They... It's good for you, rich fucks. <laughs> Well, they trotted Biden out, dude, and I'm not kidding, man. It was it was so embarrassing that press conference. It's unbelievable that they thought it was a good idea to bring him out there. I still don't understand it. It's oh, un- I know it was a un- great it was a great idea because it really showed us why they keep him locked in the basement. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Everybody was like, "Why don't you come to a press conference? Do a press conference." Now it's four days of yeah, please, no more no more press conferences. Uh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> so, it started a war. It was started a war with four different countries. Yeah, it's uh, probably starting right now. I am, or in the next few hours, it looks like they're gonna. Oh, we're going to war with Russia or whatever shit. They, they gotta wag the Biden. They gotta do it. You know. Uh, here's a mashup from Joe Biden. This was circulating Twitter. It's a one-minute mashup of Joe Biden from his press conference, and it, I think it just sums it all up. There's a lot of frustration. I often see empty shelves being shown on television. People are paying more for a pound of hamburger meat than they ever paid. Very few schools are closing. It's one thing <laughs> if it's a minor incursion and they pull up to a pump, and all of a sudden, instead of paying uh, $2.40 a gallon, they're paying five dollars a gallon should we have done more testing earlier yes did we have it at the moment exactly when we should have moved and could we have moved a month earlier 
Yeah, we could have. <laughs> Henry Ford cars didn't know the promise. I don't view that as somehow a mark of incompetence. I have not been out in the community nearly enough. Go back and read what I said. We always have long press <laughs> I don't believe. Yeah, no, he literally like yells at a reporter at one point. Like, that this... was so good. <laughs> did you read what I said? Because it's exactly what you just said. I'm gonna pretend like I didn't say that. Go read what I said. Dude, that was unbelievable. I don't. That think was literally I your grandpa yelling at you. Like that was your grandpa told you to change the channel, and then 30 seconds later, why did you change the channel? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, that's what that is. Oh, dude, I love it. I love promise it. it all. I think we've done remarkably well. The COVID-19 is not going to give up and accept things. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's not going to go away. That is an interesting reading in English. You... There's a lot of frustration. <laughs> I often see empty shells being <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> I can't understand half of this. What the fuck? Oh, dude, I'm starting to question if I speak English. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> well, dude, that was the press conference in a nutshell. And uh dude, I think it was an absolute disaster, honestly. And I I don't know oh, how they, they had to come... do four they did 4 days of uh <laughs> trying to recover. Dude, well like, so it's like was that on purpose? Did they totally do that on purpose to just be like, "Yeah, this man has dementia. We actually need to replace him with the camel." No, I think they actually thought he was going to do it. I thought he was I think they thought he was going to do a great job and that they could cover up anything in the mainstream media, which honestly, if you watch CNN, they clip it, they talk about it, they make it look like it was a great, so presidential. Mike. Some of them are, some of them are <laughs> saying he looks so vigorous. Bro, nobody has described Joe Biden as vigorous in this decade, okay? Dude, they literally... I. Uh, go and try and find clips of the media talking about this. They buried it, man. They fucking buried this thing. Uh, they really didn't want anyone to look up clips. And any time they talked about it, when they did talk about it, all they discussed was his ability, his incredible um, youthful youthful ability to stand and take questions for two hours. Two hours, uh, dude. That was yeah, that's all they talked about. It's how as, amazing it is that he was able to stand there. And talk, You're the fucking president. I hope at the very least you could take questions for two hours. Does everybody have amnesia? Has everyone forgotten how all they did was ridicule and bash Trump for standing on the lawn in front of the White House, in front of the helicopter, screaming at reporters for an hour and a half? Oh, every day. Every day. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was the greatest show on earth, you know? But even then, all they talked about was how Trump had a mental problem or he was uh, mentally fading. You know, they tried to use that narrative with him so much. The dude would just literally stand there screaming at everyone, calling them losers and idiots and fake news. Frank, Frank, people, <laughs> Frank, people still say it to this day when you say, look at Joe Biden's like cognitive, you know, decline. And they will still look you straight in the eye and they go, hey, well, he's better than Trump. Trump is way worse than him. Like, what? Like, he... be, yeah, you can't tell me that. You cannot tell me that. But it's the way they clip. The speeches, man, I'm telling you. Well, hey, the reason I was torn between, okay, is this hubris or is this is this Biden uh, being thrown under the bus? Uh, because I think it was, what, last week Trump did that rally in Arizona. There were tens of thousands of people at this rally, dude. It was yeah. massive. Absolutely massive. The guy's a rock star. They can't do anything close to that with this clown. <laughs> 
No, they can't even get fucking ten people in the room. No, dude, not at all. <laughs> it's C- unbelievable. CNN is sending interns to fill seats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to be honest with you, I, I really think they, I really think, I just think they thought they could put them out there and the people would buy it. They're going to put out whatever they say and uh, you just, you have to buy it. You know, fuck and, it. It must have Swallow been. Swallow what we're giving you, you know? That's right. Well, it has to be either be, okay, we got to bring him out because Trump is just, you know, we can't hide from, you know, the online traffic that. Did you see the amount of traffic his videos, his live feeds got? Oh, yeah. For the dude, speech? You can't shut this guy down. No. And so, and it's especially when he gets his own social media, it's going to be unreal. Like, millions yeah. of people are going to join that social media. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll get millions for sure, but we'll see. You know. I mean, you'll beat Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get Trump on Gitter. <laughs> yeah. Gitter's yeah, where it's surprised. at. I'm surprised he wasn't on there. Man, Gitter is uh I think the only reason he isn't on there is because he's gonna try his Trump uh social media platform, you know? It's yeah. the, probably the only reason Trump uh Don Jr. isn't on there. You know, it's a competitor, essentially, for what they wanna release. You know, but they should have called it Trumper. You know, <laughs> you just send Trumps, <laughs> just, just send trumpets. You know, Trumpies. <laughs> I don't That's know. So I, I really do think that uh, the Biden administration is floundering. They're either you know. It's either going to be, okay, we got to throw him under the bus now, put him out there, and let everyone see, like, this guy, he poops his pants. See, I don't and, think so, man. I really you know. think they thought they could just go shove it down your throat. You know, he went out there talking about how good the economy is, how good everything is going, you know, and it's, it's clearly all bullshit. You know, they're talking about <laughs> loose uh, red states holding back the economy. Yeah, it makes it, no sense. The red states' economies have been open for a year, and they're fine. Oh, and literally, the only sh- economies doing anything. That's the only economy <laughs> in Chicago is fucking nothing but empty storefronts and people doing takeout food still. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? That's, that's seriously like living in another reality compared to where you know most of America is at and most of the that's country. Why, dude, that's why their narrative is falling apart, because you are literally telling, you're literally telling me everything I see is not true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Economy is good. No, there's no, there's no stores. I can't find anything. And when I go to the store, I went to Home Depot the other day. They had no PVC pipe. <laughs> How do you have to have PVC pipe? You're Fucking Home Depot. nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's literally, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on right now. And you're going to sit there and tell us everything is, everything's good. Don't believe your eyes. This is way better than it was a year ago. How? How? <laughs> well, apparently this week, the American Trucking Association will join in on essentially what's going on in canada where the have you seen the videos online of the truckers i was just talking about that dude nobody's heard anything about that the fucking convoys oh mike the revolution will not be televised man just like they're not showing you what's happening in france they're on a 30 day fucking protest yes tens of tens of thousands tens of thousands yeah nobody's nobody's showing it four black people are going to protest blm there's 900 cameras (laughs) that's right more more camera crew than protesters literally more camera crews than protesters (laughs) on the fucking highway for blm (laughs) but i'm just trying to get home you know 
Uh, dude, uh, so the the convoys, uh, they're all linking up um, in each providence, apparently. And, you know, we're Americans, so we really do not pay attention to any type of Canadian thing or how you guys are situated. We don't care here in America. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. There's providences or whatever. Provinces. I don't know how, you know, whatever they are. And uh, we forget you're a country until the Blue Jays win every. That's, yeah, couple, the, every couple of uh, years. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> so the the in each province or whatever the trucking associations apparently now are unified and they are shutting down the roadways and they are shutting down yeah. passage of any cargo and now this week i believe starting this week the american trucking association is going to join in in that effort and wow. it is going to be in response to president brandon's um uh, vax mandates for truckers because you know it's kicking in i believe this week where truckers yeah. can't travel cross state unless they're vaccinated because it's interstate commerce which is controlled by the federal government and they can mandate that they get the vaccine and and from what i read the uh head of the union for the truckers association uh proclaimed that they have something along the lines of I might be a little off. It's either 2.4 or 4 point something million truckers that are, are essentially just going to not be trucking. Wow. It's going to shut down. It's going to shut down. So if you think your grocery stores look bad right now, wait till the truckers stop pushing anything around the country. Okay. Dude, we got to get a, we got to buy a truck and go to California, Los Angeles. Right. Think about how many shipping containers are going to be stuck on the railway. Have you not seen? Have you not seen the pictures of the video footage of people uh, ransacking the trains in California? Oh yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. we got to get down there, dude. We get some good. It's shit, the new Wild know? West. There's like literal. We have train barons now again. They're like robbing. <laughs> They're literally robbing the trains. This is, uh, we've gone back in time. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's all they're going to get, dude. That's going to get ten times worse if the truckers stop moving. I really well. Here's the thing too, and what they're doing in Canada, I think they're going to do it here. They they didn't just stop moving; they shut down the roads. They're blocking the highways. They parked on the dude yeah. miles, yeah, miles of trucks just blocking the highway. Unbelievable. And good, uh, good, good for them, dude. I mean, fuck these people. Well, the pain has to be the point. You, Dude, you, know? you sit in a truck all day, and then you go home to your family, and then back into your truck. Who are you putting in danger of this COVID? And now the vaccine. Do you see the vaccine now? They're saying two shots. It's only 50% effective at keep preventing hospitalization. Uh, Fauci what? came on the air today and said that boosters are going to be needed again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You, ha- you have Number to four, now because dude. two shots aren't protecting you. Yeah, dude. This no. is... Um, <laughs> It's going to be it. You know what I loved about this? I don't know if it was that, that press conference where Biden said, uh, what do Republicans stand for? Yes. Right. And what I loved about that is when I really thought about it, it was like, I could look, okay, I could look at what the Republican, uh, what the Republicans say they stand for and what the Democrats say they stand for. The reason your narrative is falling apart is everything you stand for doesn't exist. You stand for uh, civil rights. Everybody already has civil rights. You know what I mean? Like voting rights is their big thing. I mean, you're right. You're running on the fact that everybody's racist, but everybody's walking around and they're like, okay, well, it's pretty diverse, and I don't, everybody's getting along. Maybe we're not that racist. You know what I mean? It's the hypocrisy of the like, message, dude. You know, like every everything you everything the Democrats are saying is a problem. 
you have they have you have to delve into like some bullshit numbers just to be like oh, okay i guess it is a, a problem you know what I mean? well, he- <laughs> the, the republicans are focusing on focusing on issues you could actually see today i'm worried about you injecting kids i can see that happening today right. in front of me that's yeah. what I'm worried about. You know what I mean? I'm worried about inflation. I can see it. It's in front of me. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about climate change. I don't care what's going to happen in a thousand years if I can't eat today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what they say? You know what they say? Uh, like any good like general, they'll tell you the worst enemy is the people with nothing. Because somebody with hmm. nothing will fight for anything. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And that's what we're, <laughs> we're coming to. That, that's, that's why you see France. You took away everything. So now these people are just out in the street protesting. Nothing they got, to lose. Fight for, they'll fight for anything now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll absolutely. never forget in basic training when, I, like, one of the first fist fights I ever, like, really got into my life, you know? Mm-hmm. It was over a fucking bag of Skittles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's because in the Army or in basic training, you got nothing. Everybody's got all you guys, the clothes on your back, and then you're, you know, everything the Army gave you, you know? But you get MREs once a day. And if you're lucky enough, your MRE has a pack of Skittles. <laughs> and if you get hiding from the drill sergeants, you can sneak away at night and eat your fucking pack of Skittles. <laughs> Motherfucker stole them from me, right? And I'm not gonna. I don't. I, I'm not the kind of guy that's gonna fight. But in that moment, man, you turn into a fucking wild animal. You, you, all I had in this world was that fucking bag of Skittles, and you took it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though, and that's what's happening here. You took their fucking Skittles. You know, you you keep taking them away. Go ahead. That's that's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you, uh, you know, we take away everything, but we we talk about it all the time. Take away a person's ability to eat. You're going to have violence. That's it. Oh, that's the line. And that's that why they're the pulling line. back. They're, they're pulling back right now because they are on the precipice of extreme international uprisings and violence. And so you're just seeing the curtain be pulled back a little bit. And they're, you know, or the uh, whatever it is, the stick is being pulled back. They're going to give a little more carrot, you know, as they yeah. like to say. And that's <clears throat> that's what. I, I'm shocked that Joe Biden came out the day after Boris Johnson comes out and ends covid and biden has the gall to not end covid here and essentially double down on all of the stupid fucking policies that their uh his administration is behind that didn't work we lost more people when we had vaccine dude bob saget died from the booze they came out of course he did we were saying it from the beginning dude how many of these other guys are dying from the booze what happened to louis anderson you know louis anderson was in all fairness, dying already of cancer, but there is no doubt in my mind that these shots exacerbate any kind of condition you already have, and if you are already sick, you're going to die from COVID, or you're going <laughs> to If you're dude, a sick person of, right now, prepare. Dude, for all of 2020, <laughs> our biggest joke, or you, it was your joke that I stole, was name me three famous people that have died. You know, Nobody was actually dying the first year. Now people are dropping like flies. flies. Why? It's because of the fucking vaccine. Well, and it's still, it's my belief, anyone who's died has at least been vaccinated, regardless of their age, uh, six, uh, you know, status, health status. Um, that, everyone you see say? dropping is, is, is in some form vaccinated with this COVID vaccine. What did I just say, Dan? Their narrative is falling apart. because Everybody knows people who are vaccinated that are sick, and they know people who are unvaccinated that have had no problem. They got a cold a year ago, and they've been fine ever since. You know what I mean? Like, 
it, this yeah. is your narrative is fucking falling apart, man. Well, now they're saying yeah. now they're saying it was only really one percent were ending up in the hospital, and that was with Delta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was the deadliest version of this thing, and it was one percent were going to the hospital. Right. <laughs> what are we doing, dude? What are we doing? There's some evidence out there that is indicating Omicron is actually a separately created virus. Well, do you know what that would mean, then? That somebody then created Omicron to end COVID. To end the pandemic? Yeah. Right around the time of the midterm? <laughs> right around the time of the midterm, man. Here's what's going to happen. And uh, I... On March 1st, which... Are you aware that March 1st is when they planned Joe Biden's um, State of the Union address? No. It's the latest ever scheduled State of the Union. That, ever. That does seem a little... A little weird. You're okay. about 30% into your presidency, so that's a little long. Well, he's <laughs> going to do the State of the Union March 1st. They're usually, for anyone curious, they're typically like around now, in Janu- end of January, sometimes early February. I thought, they did it, I thought they did it even earlier. But it's typically in January, the beginning yeah. of the year, end of last year, beginning of the new year. Yeah, I thought it was like December, November. It's typically in January. You discuss okay. you discuss the progress you've made and the ideas going forward. That's the whole concept of the State of the Union address. It's all pomp and show, and they're waiting till March first. Why? They're gonna declare victory, like you and I have said over oh, and over yeah. again. It's gonna be Joe Biden's mission accomplished with the vaccines. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's probably a good point. I've already seen there, reports in... The, what's that? Spring's going to hit. All, reports are already surfacing in the Associated Press and all the other junk press, <laughs> legacy media, uh, that we have already... They're, all, they're <clears throat> openly speculating now that we have already seen the uh, peak of the Omicron yeah. virus. No, you're... Dude, you're 100% right because uh, you know what's happening February 2nd that nobody's talking about? Super Bowl? Is it? I don't know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, by the way, Uncle Guy, for, he, I have to tell you. Yeah. He said he told you they were never going to let Aaron Rodgers into the fucking Super Bowl. Tell I, me they didn't blow that game on purpose, bro. Oh, dude, I knew it because he's pro he's pro uh, anti-vax. He's anti-vax, pro uh, dude, they, clean they blood. They only put 10 players out to block the last field goal. <laughs> the, 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 the game-winning play to get you into the fucking yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And you didn't have enough people on the field? Oh, yeah. No, no, it was thrown. Whoa. Oh, no, Whoa, they gave it to the Niners. Dude. For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. But he wanted me to call back where he said uh, he predicted uh, Browns and Buffalo at the beginning of the season. I don't even think the – are the Browns still in it? I don't even know if they're still in Not, it. Not uh, – but yeah. the, I think Buffalo's still uh, – Well, yeah. He's the magic – he's got the – he's the sports Radamus. <laughs> he's the best. But anyways, uh, so February 2nd, they quietly put in an order. This is from the Biden administration. I think it's from his health department or whatever. You know, uh-huh. the scientist dude from – Independence Day? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know who did it. But uh, starting February 2nd, <laughs> hospitals will no longer be reporting daily COVID deaths. 
Yes, I saw that too, Mike. Oh man, they you're psycho, so bro. Quietly. You're psycho. They did it so quietly. It's just kind of, it's kind of out there. Nobody's really talking about it, but we're not even going to really be because they they said the discrepancy between died with COVID. Okay, now that Joe Biden's president and more right. people died under his name, now they're saying, <laughs> well, actually, the number of people that are died with COVID versus from COVID is a lot higher than they think. They think it might actually only be about a hundred to 200,000 died from COVID. And when did you know it? About 150 of them were during Trump's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen the real true number of totally actually died from COVID. Absolutely. 17,000. And all of them are over the age of 82. Wow. I, I, I believe it. That's even actually dude, the number. You, you know, <clears throat> I would even believe 200,000. We lose 3 million people over 85 every year. You know I mean? like, <laughs> we lose 650,000 Americans a year to heart disease. To heart disease. You know so what I'm saying? So I believe any number to any disease within uh, the 500,000 range. We have 330 million people, dude. You're, go you're, lo you're losing a million a day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But we're also you know, birthing a million a day. So you so as of February second, I read the article as well. It, it, you're right; it quietly came out again. I think it was like it just a little blurb of an article on the Associated Press, and then uh, never a mention on any of the major mainstream uh, news sites. Not nope, even nope. Fox News ran with it. Nothing. See, I would I would argue that's the third option, man. That I think is true. You know how you asked me about Joe Biden's speech, right? I don't think it was hubris. I don't think it had anything to do with the 25th Amendment. I think they did that because they knew everybody would talk about that for two days and they could release all this other shit about mm. how they're really ending the coronavirus. Right. And nobody would talk about that shit. You know, just like how they're trying to, they're, they're quietly ending <laughs> vaccine mandates for the federal workers. Well, did you see Starbucks dropped their mandate? Starbucks is dropping theirs. You know, Carhartt. I'm, I can't believe I can't buy any more Carhartts. They're going to drop that so fast, man. That, come For on, sure. your entire base just said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your entire, dude. like, anybody who buy, you, you know. How, I'm going to okay. go out on a limb here and say uh, <laughs> the people wearing Carhartts <laughs> are unvaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, how many, uh, does, uh, you know, offhand, you could probably do it on one hand. Uh, how many uh, people on the north side of Chicago do you see walking around in Carhartts? <laughs> <laughs> Guys like me who drove there to work <laughs> yeah, to to work on yeah. their sewers. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> and they're not. We're not vexed. <laughs> so you know, Carhartt. Uh, they're they're gonna think twice real quick on their decision. There, I really think so. I've seen uh, all the major players on Twitter and Gitter and all the social media places. They're they're just all up in arms over the Carhartt thing and banning yeah, talk about not you knowing know. your customer base dude yeah what are you thinking how, how many how many trannies in chicago are buying Carhartts? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, how many i mean how many liberals are pissed at starbucks you know what i'm saying like, yeah that's true They're it's weird how this coffee. thing goes two ways like uh there is a percentage of us who are screaming end all mandates now they're un-american they're unconstitutional they should be legal we should have nuremberg trials for this shit uh there's another small percentage of people who are really upset that they're ending this stuff oh no they want to go so far they, they think want it should oh. be na nationwide passports oh you should have to have a vaccine to go on plane they want goals. the camps they want the, oh, the yeah. all of it dude they they want to send us shouldn't be allowed in the hospital yeah 
do people there's a, there is a percentage did you see that poll that came out with the uh something like 60 percent of or close to 60 percent of democrats are like all totally in favor in uh quarantining the unvaccinated into camps just like they do in australia like oh, wow. like we you know what i would love that poll to then ask them people but what about if we do that for four shots so if you don't have four. Sh- if you don't have four shots, you got to go in the camp too. Yeah. Well, you that's, know what I mean, and I, yeah. that's when those numbers start dropping quick. Because right now you have all these people who got their two shots, and they're just mad that they fucking got their shots. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, our parents had COVID. You know, dad had COVID. He's fine. He's overweight. He's old, and he has a pre-existing heart condition. And he, it was just a cold. You know what I'm saying? So he's fucking pissed. I don't know if he's pissed, but I would be pissed. If what, I got they were sold a uh, false bill of goods? Yeah, because I would have got this vaccine because I thought I was doing the right thing for the country and for myself and saving everybody. But then it turns out it's just a cold. Not only that, I'm telling you, man, the greatest philosophical question of our time, right? Because mm-hmm. after that judgment came down from the Supreme Court about the mandate, right? everybody was praising Donald Trump. And they said he saved the republic. Right. To be honest with you, I do believe history will look back on him as the savior of, our, of truly our freedom. Hmm. Because if it wasn't for his judges, we would all be in Australia right now. You know <laughs> we, I mean? we could be. We totally could so, be. Trump will have a complicated hey, legacy. That's no what doubt. I'm saying, though. But here, here's where it gets where you really if you really look at the whole picture. Right. Right. Thank God Donald Trump beat Hillary. Because COVID came and then his judges prevented the real authoritarianism from the left, right? Totally. However, if Hillary would have won, yeah, would COVID even have existed in 2020? Ah, because you didn't need COVID to get rid of Donald Trump. He's not even in office. This is uh, Schrodinger's COVID, (laughs) right? You can't have a virus that takes over and wipes out the, and you don't know what to do or handle it because it's your people in charge. So imagine if Hillary would have won in 2016. I bet you it would have just been a, in my opinion, Donald Trump saved us from himself. And not really himself. He saved us from the, the reaction to him. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you take Donald Trump out of the picture, there is no COVID. It would have been swine flu. Swine flu killed like 140,000 people. Nobody knew about it. Wait, so are you saying you know? no matter... Okay, so do you think a virus was going to come out no matter what? Frank, I think there's a virus every year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there is. There is. Yeah. So, you know, I think at any year you could pick a fucking virus and be like, this is the one. Yeah, but, but, I, but, yeah, but this, is, this was a big... I mean, this was a major no, dude. Every year, reaction. Every year, there's a virus that's out there, and every year, there's people like Dr. Fauci and that are out there saying we need to lock down because this is the one. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, and, right. and because it is, and they're, that's why we hire them because they're always worried, and we want them to be there worried. You know, I'm right, not worried right. every day about it. You know, yeah. so uh, I think they just, I think they saw this COVID. You know, whatever they saw that that you know this college in fucking UK these students had this prediction of a million people. <laughs> like, and they were like, we could just take the this Imperial College, it. actually. That was the one. Yeah. And I think they just took it and they ran with it. They used it. They were handed this, you know, they were handed this sword and they wielded it perfectly. You know? Yeah. Well. But yeah. you wouldn't have even, you wouldn't have needed it and you would have never used it if it was Hillary in charge. 
you know? It's an interesting take. I've always been on the belief that, uh, or had the belief that if Trump or Twitter never existed, neither would have COVID. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So, That's what yeah. Absolutely. Take with that what you will. The, the reaction, <laughs> you know? so our reaction to COVID had nothing to do with preventing COVID and had everything to do with getting the president that was in office out of office. But strangely, you know but there was this worldwide coordinated lockstep reaction by specific governments. Very specific governments. Uh, a lot of them, in, and I'm not making any accusations, but almost every single one of those leaders were and or are a part of the World Economic Forum, which is run by uh, Charles Schwab or Klaus Schwab, whatever his name is. I can't remember that guy's name. He's just a creepy old white guy who runs the world like a bunch of the other ones. And uh, I assume it's all creepy old white guys. <laughs> that's right. dude. But uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, people who have uh, been associated or involved with that um, program, and they do not confuse what's going on here. The, the WEF is... Uh, set on uh, globalist society and having like a globalist government and you know they are this is the new new world order i mean they've been slowly working us towards the global yes and biden was a part of this group uh trudeau uh macron macron uh um what's a Merkel over in Germany was part of this. Uh, yeah, that creepy now. chick who runs uh, New Zealand. Uh, she was in oh, the uh, yeah. Uh, Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Oh, she's <laughs> she's I believe Please. a part of this stupid organization. They want they want to take away. This is the, by the way World Economic Forum. That's the group that had that advertisement. That's uh, got that stupid looking doofus on the cover, and it says you'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah, this right, is the, this is right. what they this yeah, is what they want. This is the world they have planned for us. And Biden and company and all these jackasses around the world yeah. who were all in on these lockdowns and these draconian measures that they imposed on all these cities, liberal quote unquote, you know, air quote cities. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I, I started reading uh, 1984 again. Yeah, everyone should. It's good, dude. It, 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 dude, that's their playbook. It's nonfiction. It's literally nonfiction. It's literally their playbook for what they've done with this fucking COVID. Everything down to like the new speak, you know? Well, dude, language is the first thing that got hijacked. And they literally changed the definition of the word vaccine in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Who's in charge here? (laughs) Who's in charge? Well, I think we know who's in charge here. Did someone say science? <laughs> in England and alive. Did somebody call for God? It is Sunday. Here I am. <laughs> so here's uh here's Boris Johnson, and I don't know what's going on here, but uh, you know we could go back and forth all day. You know, is this are they just pulling it back a little bit because they're getting scared about the violence, or you know. Uh, there's just there's protests everywhere. Here's Boris Johnson. I really really enjoyed. You know what they're scared of is the poll numbers. They lost their backing. So yeah, well, either well, my point is this is a worldwide thing. Okay, all these players clearly part of this uh, World Economic Forum. They're all clearly paid for or bought by far uh, Pfizer or Big Pharma. You know, 
it, I mean, the question is, I guess, with Boris Johnson, since he's the first one to do this, uh, you know, is he just paid for by pharma or was he totally bought by pharma? Like, I don't you know, like, I don't understand what's going on yeah. here. And maybe now they just didn't pay him enough and he's going to he's going to spill the beans or let, you know, stop at the measures. Or is he the first one to do it? And then it's just going to kind of trickle down and everyone's going to kind of get off this. This could be the off ramp for covid. But uh, I just loved listening to this um, uh, Boris Johnson. We can return to Plan A in England and allow Plan B regulations to expire. As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organisations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. From now on, the government is no longer asking people (laughs) to work from home. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements. The most emotional I've ever heard out of the (laughs) office. And having looked at the data carefully, the cabinet concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks anywhere. Now that's the Someone had an orgasm in the back there. I think it was me. <laughs> I just came right now. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, from, from tomorrow, from tomorrow we will no longer require face masks in classrooms. And the department yeah, and the the will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large, we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet, but we will trust the judgment of the British people. Wow. Ooh, listen to that language. Not to wear one. Wow. Ooh, wow, we're going to trust the judgment of the people. Ooh. Sounded Joe more Biden American than anything Joe Biden said the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Is it too late to call off the revolution and just go back? <laughs> <laughs> We take it back, Boris. So, so this kind like of I'm putting on my wig right now. <laughs> Good day, mate. Oh, no, that, was, that, was, that was like a British in. Oh, Australia. that's the dango. <laughs> no, they're fucked okay, over I mean, there, man. Your, your women are ugly, but they do got big titties. <laughs> Well, that's so that's the news out of the UK, dude, that COVID's over, man. And, uh, you know, you know, there's one guy sweating right now over here. You know who it is, right? Frank, <laughs> God doesn't sweat. Come on. When, when I get hot, I change the temperature around me, okay? I don't sweat. I don't get cold. I don't shit. I don't eat, okay? I'm God. <laughs> Well, did you uh, did you see what uh, Jim Jordan said this week? No, but I know, dude. The emails, everything about Fauci is coming down hard on this lab leak. So, if you're not hard yet from that uh, uh, UK clip, here we go with Jim Jordan. <laughs> uh, two years ago, this month, Dr. Fauci has put on notice that the virus most likely came from a lab that was doing gain-of-function research. He gets a letter uh, on January 31st, 
10.32 p.m. 2020. He gets an email, excuse me, from Dr. Christian Anderson that says, the virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Dr. Fauci goes into complete overdrive to cover this information up and not present it to the American people. He organizes a conference call the next day with Fauci, Collins, and 11 virologists from around the world on that call. Mr. Gary, Dr. Gary on that call says this, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Four days later, those people who express those sentiments start to change their position. They write a piece in Nature Medicine Magazine on February 16th. It first gets published online. That piece is could then you cited. Could you imagine? Uh, Dr. Fauci, we looked at the DNA sequence. Yeah, what's the problem? Uh, uh, within it, it literally spells out Dr. Fauci is God right in the middle. <laughs> And then at another point, it just says Fauci was here. Uh, well, yeah, I wanted to put my name on my work. What was the problem? What's the problem? I put my name, you know, put your, you know, Michelangelo, you know, he signed David, okay? You just got to hide it. Come on. Fauci. <laughs> A.K.A. God. <laughs> You're looking at the DNA, there's one segment of Fauci was here. What? <laughs> February 9, 2020, in the now famous letter in The Lancet that becomes the gospel that this thing, according to Fauci and this group, didn't come from a lab. All that happens in 20 days. So they go from this thing looks engineered, this thing is not consistent with evolutionary theory, this thing could not have happened in nature, this thing would be easy to do in a lab to completely change in their position. And here's the kicker. The two guys who said those things, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, Three months later, get rewarded with an $8.9 million grant from Dr. Fauci to continue to do research on coronavirus. Hey, Dr. Fauci, you send that my way. I'll get a boost, baby. (laughs) I'm all about the boost. (laughs) I'll fucking make my grandma get the boost. Boost. (laughs) $8 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's what it, dude. (laughs) Everything, everything is all about follow the money. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's all all, all yeah. big time fucking bucks being passed around between all these people, and and they're all, you know, just because the word doctor comes before it, you know, he's still baloney. <laughs> you know, what I mean? this guy's Doctor Fauci rewarded these guys with his eight million dollars, and then you received a house in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Everybody knows you do your virology studies in Martha's Vineyard. Come on, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Jim Jordan, don't play politics, you know? <laughs> Come on. I go to Martha's Vineyard is where I study the virus. Come on. <laughs> well, That's incredible. Hey, well, $8.9 million? They are basically coming out, the Republicans right now. They are, you know, Joe Biden uh, said... Nobody knows what the Republicans stand for. I'll tell you what they're standing for. They're spelling it out for us out loud right now. Uh, they're saying, vote us in, and we're going after this motherfucker. We are going I mean, to... You're, you're, you're going to win just on that premise. We're going to fire Fauci. You know what I, I mean? Like, Fauci we're needs to go off. to jail. Yeah, dude, he, he's responsible for this. He's absolutely... Him and Dashik, or Dashik, they, they are... 
those two clowns are totally responsible for everything that has unfolded over the last two years. And on top of all of that, on top of uh, funding the research and then covering up the lab leak, okay? I'm not even implying that there was a nefarious, like, purposeful leak here. Dude, I'm, I believe... No, no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? The, the reason you call it a leak is because it was an accident. It's an accident. I'm 100%. I don't think these Chinese workers went to work and got infected on purpose. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of, like, evidence that they were getting sick, their families were getting sick and dying. Yeah. Like, I don't think this was on purpose at all. No, no, this was an accident. Or if there was any, you know, uh, nefarious characters or bad actors uh, in this, it would be the Chinese government. But the cover-up, okay, the funding of the lab, the cover-up of the leak, and then now the two years of just... (sighs) total media manipulation and brainwashing of the uh, 30% oh, of, of the general public, dude. I mean, this is bad stuff, what they've done to the psyche of a lot of people in this country and in yeah, the you world. you ruined lives, man. You ruined Ruined lives. lives. Absolutely. Yes. And yes. so in my mind... And I'm, not, I'm not even talking about, like, financially. I'm talking about there are people out there who mentally will never recover from this. I still see people in traffic with a mask and gloves and they're in the car by themselves. Yes. Which there tends to be, there's a very strong correlation, right? (laughs) Between people wearing a mask alone in their car and Toyota and Honda drivers. And also, and also people who can't fucking drive. (laughs) 